0: Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Days of Our Lives, a new dramatic serial starring... Oh, very oh, yeah, and Tommy T. Let's go, let's go! It's so minutes. away Adam has like an uncanny ability to, to like wade into complicated issues and he, and he sort of like reduces them to like a very logical common sense level. And you understand where he's coming from. Uh, he's, he's got a talent for that. Not everyone has that, you know, I, I think, um, but I also think that, that Rachel Nichols and anyone at, at, at this stage of the game has to be they have to understand the climate of our country right now you can't you you just you you just can't make certain statements whether they whether you feel that they're true or whether you feel like um you know you're you know you're supported by your body of work over the course of many many years you can't just say certain things it's going to backfire on you and it's going to backfire rapidly it's some these things they spin out of control very quickly. I mean, she was held off the sideline thing, and they also didn't air her show. Yeah, you know, she's which on is the that... NBA jump. They didn't they didn't air the jump. So so the backlash that Rachel Nichols experienced was almost immediate and sudden. She's gotta know that. You know, even if she, what she says is true, and I understand what you're saying is you agree with her that maybe that's ESPN's problem not hers and they're just using her to solve it you can't like that's that's an area that you just can't wade into right now or else um you you're you might get x out mm-hmm. completely now she's got you know now now Rachel Nichols i'm sure that she's um built built up a lot of goodwill over the years I and mean, we know her we enjoy what she does we, we you know she's very good at what she does so she's built up a lot of goodwill in in her industry and also she's got someone like Adam Silver stepping forward and, and again, making sense in support of her. But with all of that, they still X her out last night. Yeah. You know, when you're in the media, you have to consider wh- where's our country right now? Where's, you know, where, where's our, where are our social issues? And you have to understand where they are. you can't just go down that road because, you know, you, you might, they might just, Pick you up and remove you, and then and then now you now she's gonna be scrambling. You know who knows? Yeah, it's it's tough,
1: man. It's, it's tough. You're right. I mean, you know, and what you're gonna do?
0: Come out? I don't know. It, it's so hard. It's, you know, it's it, terrible. And I think that if if Rachel had. Um, e- even though they were going to replace her with the side, you know, they were going to replace her. That's what that's what she was upset about, right? Mm-hmm. Was that they were replacing her with this other girl? I, uh, you know, and is, is the other girl is Maria Taylor? Like I, I should have the other girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Maria Taylor. They, is that yeah? Okay, so they were going to replace her with Maria Taylor, and then Rachel spoke out and said, you know, something about it's racially motivated or whatever it was that she said, right? And and all of a sudden, they still replaced her with maria taylor but they didn't air the jump on the day Mm -hmm. of the nba finals so i I think that if if rachel had an opportunity to turn the clock back i i think she may not have said it i think she may have just quietly had to give up that sideline reporter thing for whatever reason she felt it was Mm -hmm. she would have had to give it up and still maintained her show the jump so you know And also, you know, I mean, there's a little greed there too. It's like, Rachel, you got that show, you're on the jump, you've been doing it forever and you're doing the styling reporter thing too. That's additional. So they take that away from you. You still got your show. Like, like, what are you getting, what are you getting all upset about? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I guess she got It's easy for me to just sit here and speculate, but, but in retrospect now I'm sure that if she doesn't want to lose the jump, I don't know. I don't think she's going to lose the jump. I don't really know what's going to happen. But they I know that they didn't air it last night.
1: Yeah, so they're because they're think they gotta and, and the Maria Taylor's not working because her contract is being negotiated. She's not even that's why she yeah, wasn't there. That's why they had the other girl who I don't know her name, I just know she reports for the Golden State Warriors. That's why she was there at the thing because Maria Taylor's contract still is under negotiation right now. Her her extension. Yeah. But it's you know, it's a tough world, it's a crazy world we live in. So crazy world. So you're thinking the Suns? they got the first game. The Suns played really good. The bucks didn't play that good. I mean, it gets down to that. That's the basics yeah. of all this stuff. And the Suns shot pretty good. They've shot better. They had a lot more free throws, Yeah. but the bucks, um, you know, they're still going to have to figure this out, the pick and roll. They're going to have to figure the pick and roll out. And, and I don't know. I mean, you know, there may be no other way, but figuring that out.
0: Listen, we'll They can we'll defend see. the pick and roll. I mean, Trey young and, um, Trey Young and that C- Capella ran the pick and roll in Atlanta. I mean, you know, not to the level that Chris Paul and, their, and DeAndre Ayton are doing it, but the Bucks can defend the pick and roll. They, they, you know, they can they can play better defense than they did last night. I expect the Bucks to play a better game tomorrow night, and I expect the Bucks to win a close one tomorrow. That's, okay. That's, All right, that's so we'll see it. how that pans out.
1: Right. We'll see how right. that works out tomorrow, and, and then we'll report – back oh, just next week w- just
0: one more thing i want to add though one more thing i want to add it's another another stupid thing that some of our you know our colleagues i'm going to call Stephen a smith and rachel nichols our colleagues because we're talking sports right they're talking sports whatever but another thing that's not the smartest thing in the world is before we get to the finals someone like Stephen a smith is talking about how they don't want phoenix and milwaukee in the finals because they don't want to go to those two cities or they don't want to go to <laughs> milwaukee that's a stupid thing like like, like, why, why trash Milwaukee? Like, why trash the city? What's wrong with going to Milwaukee for the finals? If you and I were able to go to Milwaukee and cover the finals, I we'd have fun. Like, we'd, yeah, what's we'd find it, out what the cares? fun to do yeah. in Milwaukee, and then we'd have fun. You know? Yeah, and
1: we'd, we'd go. city. I mean, you go. Yeah, you go. We go buy some. Uh, we go get the restaurant. Get some venison. Is the fear of the deer? I mean, you go get or, you go eat some venison. Or the, and, or,
0: the or the bratwurst. We get the yeah. famous bratwurst, which they're famous for, but. Well, I mean, like Stephen A. Smith is saying, you know, uh, you know, and then the girl on the show, Molly, Molly Quorum Rose or whatever. The the lady who married uh, Jalen Rose, she was saying something about Milwaukee and then she retracted the next day and said, but we love Milwaukee. No, you don't. If you love Milwaukee, you wouldn't have trashed them to begin
1: with. Well, you used to have a good line. You used to say this, that we'd be watching a game whatever game it was, football or baseball or whatever. And I remember you were you, you we were watching a game and the fans would be getting would be having fun. And this is and then you would say, you know, they're having fun right now. Like I think you would say Green Bay. Like those they're having fun. They're winning. The Packers are killing them. Look at that. Look at that. And then you would say, but <laughs> they still gotta go home in Green Bay. <laughs> I
0: about, I said, no, I said that about Syracuse. Oh did yet they still gotta we say what no, how did we you were say it? The <laughs> No, exactly. I remember the quote. We were watching Syracuse. We, you and I are in LA, right? We're living in West LA. We're having a time of our lives, right? We're living in Los Angeles and we were watching the cues, right? Back in some, somewhere in the eighties or nineties when they were great and and they were playing Georgetown or someone and the place was going crazy. And, and you were like, Oh man, gee, wouldn't that be great to be there? And I say, yeah, man, everyone's having a blast, but they still got to go home after the game. Like, because I don't want to live there anymore, <laughs> and they still got to get in more. their
1: car. It's freezing cold. Driving, they got to shave the ice cold. off the window, off
0: the
1: ice. and they yeah. got to go. It's all dark. It's like it's like there's no light out, you know. And they drive. They got to drive. <laughs> dangerous. They got to drive over to like you know like can uh, like skinny Atlas or whatever the heck they got to go. So, but it's funny. But that's why those reporters say that they they don't want Milwaukee. They didn't want Phoenix. I don't know why they don't want Phoenix. Phoenix seems like it would be a fun town to go out
0: I, listen at this stage of the game if you're if you're working out in new york and you got to go to a town to cover a game you really want to trash that town that, 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 that no one benefits it's not even funny yeah you know yeah, yeah. it's not humorous it's not there's nothing funny about bashing milwaukee or whatever uh, whatever <laughs> it may be or, or sacramento or whatever. it's not really that fun it's not that
1: funny and then what happens when you go to you go out and you go to a restaurant and they probably saw your yeah. comment and the chef's in the back yeah. and he's like ah oh, fuck this some cat. of your food
0: yeah and they know like, yeah. like so, so you never I, know so it's funny but so so don't, know, listen I mean Buddy D used to say Frankie Domenico's father he used to say listen say something interesting or funny or don't say anything yeah. you know, don't say anything then it's like so I mean. I don't know. Like, I know that when you're talking, talk, 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 talking, 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 and then Milwaukee comes up, and you're like, God, I hope Milwaukee doesn't – because, you know, Stephen A. wanted Atlanta to win. He wanted to go to Atlanta. And he was like, oh, Atlanta's a way better town. Okay. I don't know. I've been to both cities. I've been to Milwaukee and Atlanta. I, mean, yes. I had fun in both cities. You know, yeah. like, I mean, I've been on, I was on tour for – I do all kinds of stuff in those cities or whatever. I don't know. So what do you think I want to ask you? Cause today I watched the game, the first game yesterday
1: and, and I liked it. It was a good game. Um, I don't know if it's just me, cause cause I'm a Laker fan. You're a Laker fan. I had a little hard time watching it. Like I was like, "Is this really the finals?" I guess it is. These guys deserve to be here. But then you made the the comment about, "Well, the the Suns beat three teams without their star." And 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 yeah. and and you know, in the box, the East is always easier. And and I want to watch it and I want to push it because I love the NBA and this is it. it. Is the last series, but I had a hard time. Like like. Do you think they're going to have it's a hard time of people watching it like that aren't really just no I, Suns fans? Well,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I imagine that their numbers have to be down if Brooklyn's not in it or Miami's not in it or the Lakers aren't in it. You know, that's not great for the NBA, but it's still the NBA finals and it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, a few years ago. We got Cleveland versus Golden State four years in a row. We have Cleveland in the NBA Finals four years in a row. So you know, they we watched all the games. It yeah. didn't make any difference, you know. It yeah, Cleveland. but was it different because I mean, LeBron, LeBron. Was, was it
1: different because it was LeBron? Well, you had LeBron, LeBron James. James, you know. Yeah, you know. So that's yeah. different. So, so you know, it's interesting. Like we'll see how this pans out. Tomorrow's game. I expect, like you said, Milwaukee to come out and play better. I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't know how they're going to defend the pick and roll. I'm sure they're going to probably throw different guys out there on Chris Paul. And then Milwaukee's got to figure out how to just be able to play. I don't know. Like, like I don't know if they have to decide on one way. It seems like the coach was searching one way. Do I play Giannis at the five or do we do this other thing with Brooke Lopez? I don't know if there's one way to do it. I think I think they have to do both because I think they struggle on defense with one, and then they're great on offense with the other. I think it's weird to me too that it seemed like they were searching in Game One of the NBA Finals, putting that lineup in that Giannis was in the five. I didn't get it. I'm like, you don't. Why, what, it's Game One of the NBA yeah. Finals. Like, like yeah. what's, Phoenix is just doing what they do. Phoenix was doing exactly no, what they do. So sometimes
0: I I watch that coach, and I don't know about him. <laughs>
1: like sometimes what's that coach, is I don't like, know I don't, about
0: don't, him either. He's weird, Buddenholzer, He's not. I don't think he's a great coach. No. He's, he's. I think. I think if you and I listen, like you and I had the team at the Westwood Rec Center when undefeated. I think if you and I were coaching that Milwaukee team, we would have had them better prepared last night than Buddenholzer.
1: Yeah, he's weird. Like he's. You see him in the locker room, and they lose, yeah. and he goes. He goes. That's so He goes. We'll get him next time. And I'm like, what, you, what kind of? He's like says these weird things, and he's not like. He's just. I don't know. I don't. I don't know about him. Like he's, he's just he, odd. He
0: said, we'll get him next time.
1: Yeah, we, we'll get funny. him next time. And everybody's in there, you know, guys with towels on, just hanging out, like you know, listening to music, and 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 they're not listening to him. But I just think it was interesting that game one, and he he was experimenting, and the only one who thought it was good was Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy liked it. He goes, I see what he's doing here. He's experimenting. He's going to nah, be honest Jeff at the Van five. Gundy, he's, he, he, yeah, he doesn't ever criticize the coach. He likes. All yeah, the he likes everybody. And he said, I think it's a good thing. And this and this and this and that. And, and,
0: and, and one thing, you brought up Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy's brother, Stan Van Gundy, did such a terrible job in New Orleans. They fired him already. It was quick. That was quick. He's gone. That was quick. Well, you know, he was like, terrible. He, was, he did a terrible job with that team. Well, who's the better coach yeah. of
1: those two guys?
0: Yeah, they both suck. Yeah, they both are neither one of them can coach. I mean, they know basketball, but I—I—they're I, neither one of them are great coaches. Jeez. Get out of here! I mean, what Jeff Van Gundy? I Jeff Van Gundy—he did a good job with the Knicks there, you know, back in the late '90s, and then he went to Houston. I think he had Tracy McGrady. I don't know. Or he had Yao Ming or he had someone. I mean, he didn't do a great job with, with uh, Houston. He's never taken another job. But whoever, whatever job Jeff Van Gundy gets next, he ain't going to win. Like they got to stop hiring those guys. Those guys yeah. aren't great coaches. I'd hire the lady for uh, San Antonio, Becky Hammond. Give her the job.
1: Yeah, you know I'm what? They should, they should do that. do a good that. job with New Orleans. Did, did Van Gundy, yeah. didn't he get on? Was it Alonzo Morning's leg
0: he was on? During
1: that fight with the Knicks, yeah, when they were
0: fighting, when the Heat were fighting the Knicks, yeah, he got dragged around. Yeah, he was on,
1: and he dragged on but that. I it, yeah. And Jeff
0: then Jeff Van then, Gundy has the best story. Jeff Van Gundy has the best story ever, though. And I, I'll, I'll say this last story before we run. Jeff Van Gundy used to—he um, tell a story when he was coaching the Knicks back in the '90s, right? He had one of the greatest jobs in, in, in sports, right? Coaching the Knicks is like coaching the Cowboys or managing the Yankees or you know, managing the Dodgers. I mean, coaching the Knicks is like a big job, right? It's a great job. Back in the nineties, he followed Pat Riley and he was coaching the Knicks, but he was still driving like a 1982 Honda, like some old Honda, right? That had, that still had like the cassette player in it, right? It was like a, it was like a 10 or 15 year old car. And, and, uh, you know, all the players are driving, you know, whatever Rolls Royces and they're all driving like the you know, $100,000 cars. And he was driving this little Honda and he liked that Honda. He said, it was like, I, I didn't want to get a new car. I love that car. So, but they, when the Knicks would travel, they would fly in and out of a private airport in uh, Westchester County. Right. Mm-hmm. And they would all park their cars like at the airport, they all parked their cars. And he said, one day they came back from a, they came back from a, 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 a trip and the plane's landing at Westchester airport and land safely. And as a, as it's, taxiing back to the terminal right it, it does it turns around right it's coming back toward the you know where the terminal is where they were going to stop and let the players off the plane turns around and for some reason the pilot like released like the the the, the engine like the engine was an engine release like the jet mm-hmm. engine released like like I don't know like I don't know what happened but the jet engine released and like the burst hit Jeff Van Gundy's car and it blew it <laughs> up in the air like 20 feet it blew his car up in the air like 20 feet and it flipped and it came over down on top of its uh, its roof oh my god that's funny and the car was the car was total and jeff van gundy tells the story that uh, he says you know what i would do is i'd have my assistant sitting in the car with the with the tapes from the game and we would already be going over the game so i I, my assistant was he was i thought my assistant was in the car was in the car well the Van the car that funny.
1: So the Van Gundy's well their their dad was a coach, you know. The Van Gundy's dad was a coach yeah, at Brockport. Obviously. At Brockport and then the kids became coaches and then but Jeff Van Gundy played hoop. He was a he was a, a guard at Nazareth College, the Nazareth well, Flyers, Golden Flyers, and he played. But he wasn't that good. Like, um, sometimes on Twitter I'll make fun of him just because it's local, you know, west West New York, and I went to St. John Fisher, and I'll say, you know, like, like, like Jeff Van Gundy had two offhands like Ben Simmons. That's why – the hence, that's why yeah. his, 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 and his, his college career that's wasn't good. that good. And I always tag Nazareth College. I tag Nazareth College all that's the time, buddies. and they always like it. They like it. Because they let you know, there's Jeff Van Gundy's territory, and then sometimes Stan Van Gundy. I'll say things about Jeff Van Gundy, and I'll tag Stan Van Gundy, and I'll say you know like like Jeff Van you know Jeff Van gundy's is the most underrated player to never make it into NBA. Um, you know he was a, he was a terror on defense at Nazareth College, and I'll say at real at real Stan Van Gundy. And the other day I was busting their chops because Stan Van Gundy got fired, like you said, and I said the only way. The Van Gundy brothers, either one of them should coach in the NBA again, is they both need to play a one-on-one game to 11, win by two. And whoever wins then can get considered to coach. The other guy's out forever. Yeah. And that's the only yeah. way that Van Gundy should be be back in this at all. And, you know, Van, he, Van Gundy, he's a funny guy. I like like Jeff, Jeff Van Gundy. He's funny. I bet you Stan is funny too. You just hear more of Jeff. And yeah, um, I
0: thought that Stan doesn't have the personality that Jeff has. I, I've heard them both do games. Jeff has a bigger personality than Stan. I don't know how Stan got hired for this last job. He coached man. at Detroit and then he did terrible. And then he got, I don't know how they hired him. Wait. He did a terrible job. He's not a good coach.
1: It didn't make, make any hire sense him anymore. It didn't make any sense, no, too. And, and, and if you look at these two guys, like Jeff Van Gundy, looks like he actually stays in shape a bit, he's, he's thin, he's yeah. trim. He's Not trim. Stan. Stan, Stan doesn't look like he ever misses a meal. And Stan giving oh, him the job in New Orleans is the worst thing in the world because New Orleans has got great food, thick, heavy food. Yeah. Ball, right? He must have been yeah. out eating all right. those gravy sauces and shrimp po' boys and all that stuff. That guy, <laughs> really? that's why he didn't do good. He probably just was so consumed by the New Orleans food scene that he just he didn't even do anything the guy you know like he's hilarious. And, like. and, and you know and, Z, and Zion it's not a good example for, for Zion well really, it's not a good example for him because he's pudgy no. he's pudgy and he, you know yeah. I mean, well, he
0: doesn't he doesn't have a basketball body that's for sure no he's
1: got he's the got body he's got the body of a 13 year old boy at the local swimming pool with his baby fat like you remember, you, you, we see the baby yeah. fat kid at the swimming pool. That's what, that's what, that's what he has. All right. So look, we got to get going, but I just want to say, okay, so, you know, I like, I like the recap. I want to recap. We touched on the, the, the first game, you know, the sons, they just outplayed them and the pick and roll was, was, was a determining factor, you know, and the, the, the free throws, they got a lot more free throws, than the sons. And at this time, you're saying Milwaukee's got to play way better D.
0: So, so you're a better game on defense.
1: So sure. Are you telling me that they got to hold them? They got to hold them to less than a hundred to win a game. No,
0: less than a, no. They got to hold them to like uh, about 105, 108. Ten points less.
1: All right, all they right. Give
0: up at least ten points right. less.
1: And they're going to have to do a little more pace. I know they don't have the pace of the Suns, but the Suns are going to keep pressing the pace. And I think if they keep pressing the pace, it's gonna be hard. I mean, these series, it always looks the weird thing about about the NBA finals or just the NBA playoffs, you watch the first game and it always looks like it's over now. It's weird, isn't it? Like you watch it and you're like, it's over, yeah. but yeah. it's not over. Yeah. it's, not, it's over. not over. And even if they lose the second game tomorrow night, it's still not yeah. over. And so I think yeah, so they can go back to Milwaukee and win two games. I, I think it's a seven game series. I'm gonna say you seven got a few games of deer. Yeah, I think seven games, Tom. And I think anyone can yeah. win when it's game seven. I don't care if that game's in Phoenix. I think the Deer could win there too. So we'll see how yeah. it pans out. But for, for me, I would like to see Chris Paul. Um, and, and I think that would be good too. So then we can make more fun of Skip Bayless if Chris Paul wins. Yeah. And he wins MVP. Then yeah. it's like, come on, you Skip know,
0: Bayless. get it. Skip Bayless is an idiot. You should even go even just visit idiot. him. You should just go into his office. No, he was. He was Skip Bayless. Doesn't he doesn't talk to anybody. He's not interested in what anyone has to say. He just lives in his own head. He's out of his mind. He's nuts.
1: Really? You think? You think? You think he used to get along with that that nice older guy from Denver? That guy that he used to do the show with that guy's a great guy, nice guy. You know that guy from Denver? He was. He's yeah, up. I don't. I
0: don't. I, I mean, I don't no, think I mean so. maybe Skip Skip Bayless. It's supposedly, but I mean, Shannon Sharp says he's a great guy. But the stuff that he says about players, is like, he doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't like LeBron James. He doesn't like Chris Paul. It's ridiculous. It's like, I, I, I wouldn't waste my time talking down Aaron Rodgers or LeBron James. They're some of the greatest players I've ever seen for, like, the longest periods of time. It, it makes no sense. And Yeah. yeah like if, if you're going and... to criticize, you know, I don't know. It just makes so no there's sense. there's a lot. Anyway, you, you like okay. Stephen. You like Stephen A. Well, Stephen A, Stephen A isn't as critical of players as Skip Bayless is. But the thing I love about Stephen A is he uses so many words to get to the point. Like, he just, he's like, you know, in my particular opinion, I'm going to give you exactly what I think about the situation because the reality of the situation, and it's just like, just say it, dude. Like, but he uses all these, like, he's got such a buildup. To to making the point, like he – I love – Stephen A uses a lot of words that he doesn't have to, right, you know, but (laughs) – I mean, again, though, he's great. He's well, the, great. You know, the he's, funny, yeah, the funny
1: talking the, about. He is. The funniest thing is we're going to go through this series and we're going to report on the games and we're going to make little notes here and we're going to see maybe some things that are strange or different or whatever. And then, but we're going to talk. It's interesting because the, the, the reporters, the journals that we look up to or the ones we don't really look up to, we're going to talk about them, too, because they have a lot to say. And 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 they have an opinion, and it's good to talk about it. And 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 some of them say, you know what, I like that guy, I like his take on it. He's being honest, straight up. And and and, you can see, and these other ones just talk straight up about what they're talking about because they're going to be all over, you know, everywhere, like you know, tomorrow before the the other one. The
0: other one is the other one I can't stand right now is Rob Parker. Is that his name? Rob Parker, yeah, he's on Fox, right? He hates Tom Brady, like he hates him. He keeps saying. That he's the luckiest guy. I, I never, how can you be lucky and win eight Super Bowls or whatever it is? How many has he won? Eight now? Yeah. Or seven? Seven or eight. I, seven or eight. He he, look, I, I just, I don't know how these guys that they, they don't like or they can't stand like these players that play for 20 years and, and they're in the conversation as being the greatest of all time. And then there's a guy on the radio or TV that's constantly running them down. What are you talking about? Like Tom Brady? Really, you hate Tom Brady? Like, out of all the players in the NFL, that's the guy you pick. What about Fitzpatrick, the guy that's played for nine teams and never made it to the playoffs? You know? Yeah. What about, you know, I mean, what about well, Ryan Leaf, who was drafted number yeah. two and was like the worst quarterback in the. Really, you're going to waste your time hating Tom Brady? Oh, my God. It's so stupid. Well, I think I it's that thing. Guys.
1: I think it's that thing of people always go after the, the biggest guy to tear down the big guy. I think that's the, that's just in life in general. They tear down, let's tear down the big guy. They
0: they make, they make no sense. They make no sense at all. You know, and you could, you know, and, and I, people throw out Tom Brady's numbers in big games or Tom, you know, they have all these numbers that support their claim. Skip Bayless has all these numbers to support his claim about why LeBron James isn't a great player, fourth quarter or free throw percentage. None of that matters. The, The guy made eight finals in a row. You know, the only other guy that's done that, I think, is Bill Russell. Mm -hmm. Eight finals in a row. You know, you can come up with, you can always come up with numbers to support your claim, whether Mm -hmm. they're negative numbers and you're saying, that's why this guy's not as good or, you know, whatever it may be. But when you start, when you start playing 15 or 20 years and you're at the top of your profession in the NFL, the NBA, the numbers don't matter. After a while, they don't matter. All you want to look at is, great of a player is he how many teams has he taken to the finals every team that LeBron's played for he's taken him to the final everyone so why waste your time running down LeBron James I I, again I say that all the time time no you're right And,
1: and I think this story here this series is going to be running down CP3 it's either going to be maybe giving CP3 final credit that you know, in his long career, he gets this ring, he becomes MVP, and, okay, he's in the top 10, really, uh, point guards, maybe top five, but top 10, or it's going to be, or if he loses, it's going to be, he sucks, he was never that good anyway, I never did that. So that's why I'm rooting for CP3, because I I think they're even going to come at him if he wins it. So, so right now I look at it like he's the guy I want to see these guys, these reporters and these journalists and stuff. So what they say about him, if he wins it, they're still going to come at him. But I, I think it's, it's kind of a good thing. If he, if he goes down in defeat, they'll, they'll, they'll go after him. And, and it's not fair because he's one of the best, this guy He's, he's great. He's a great player. I mean, so I'm hoping for that. Yeah. I agree. And I think, and I think Milwaukee's got a lot more sh- chances if they don't win. this. Yeah. Game. I do too. So, you I know, that's too, that. So we'll see. So I'm going to take. All right. Tomorrow I'm taking the Suns money line, and I'm taking the over. And you're going to take the Bucks plus the points. And, and the, over. And the over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you guess what? I All could right. I could win my money line bet, and you could win the Bucks plus the points. Yeah. If it yep. gets in, if it gets in we'll that win. little that we'll little we'll area win. there, yeah, and then we'll see how we did That's then right. when we talk when we talk next week. All right, um, all right. Maybe next we should buddy. talk. Um, what's the game after Thursday? Sunday. Maybe we should see if we could talk quickly on um, Saturday or Sunday. Quick,
0: even if yeah. it's early. Okay. Even if it's early, just to I do a quickie, so we we can, I can do... talk early Saturday. Yeah. But so too early so, Saturday morning, I so can do send like nine o'clock um, my time, new your time.
1: Yeah. So send me, send me a smoke screen, a smoke signal about what, if you can do that tomorrow, send me it um, on okay. like Friday. And if we could do it, then we can recap Thursday and go into before, into before Sunday's game. I, you know, okay. maybe that's, if we could do it, you know, we'll just talk good. for like a half hour, you know, people listen, people listen for, you know, a minute, Sometimes they listen more than a minute. That's all I look for is the people that listen to more than a minute. Like they call that a stream. If they stay yeah. on for more <laughs> than a minute, I guess, I guess if you're on, if they're on for more than a minute, even though you're doing 70 minutes, it's a success. It counts. Yeah. It's a success. It sticks, it sticks like, your... like, like, like Tony Montana said to his mom.
0: Hey, what do you think? Yeah. He I said see. for you I have $1,000. I have $1,000, mama. I put it on the table. $1,000. Your son is a success, mama. I made. It. <laughs> and they're in the kitchen and remember and the mom she said, she goes you take No, she said who What'd did you, you, you who did you kill for this? Who did you kill for this, Antonio? <laughs> I didn't you know. kill nobody, mama. <laughs> and then the mama goes,
1: you take your dirty money. And then and then did she say something about you get out of here with your um your uh, fancy clothes and your gay manners. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she, go, and she goes, I, and then she, she thinks she spat on him. Maybe she spat on him. And then he went out the door, right? And then Gina, <laughs> Gina the followed floor. him. And then Gina follows yeah. him, right? She runs out the door, and Gina, Tony, Tony, and he gets over to the car. And then that's the next part of the movie that shows you what's going to happen is because what's his face. Stephen Bauer, what was his name in the movie? He was his right. Manolo. Name. Yeah. Manolo sees her. Remember, he sees her and he, they're like, oh
0: man, who that? <laughs> don't worry about <laughs> it.
1: And then Tony gives Gina. Hey, then Tony, Tony gives her the money. Remember, and then Tony gives Gina the money. Don't yeah, tell, he's, he's, don't he's, tell he's, her. He's, he's, you give her a little now yeah. and then. Don't worry, Gina. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Okay.
0: So he met, yeah, he meant well,
1: he meant well. Okay. Right, so buddy. old men and sweats, Barry D Tommy T thanks for listening, watching our video podcast and remember to go follow us on all those social media networks at, at old men and sweats and, or just give us a call. You can call us if you want on our telephone numbers. And um, I'll post those like on the on the on Instagram. You can just call us. I mean, you know, if you want to talk, yeah, call Or or yeah, I mean, we don't care. You can call us. Maybe we'll be working out. Maybe we'll be filming something. Maybe we'll be in the bathroom on the toilet. But you know, we don't mind people calling us strangers. And if as long as you want to just talk about something, you know, sports. sports, sports related, we're All fine, right, All
0: right, on, buddy. All right, good night. All right, adios.
1: All two. right, yes, game later, two. Yes, NBA finals. Later, buddy.
0: Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Days of our lives, a new dramatic serial starring Oh, Oh, Barry Barry, D and Tommy T. Let's go! Let's go! It's so minutes.